ever mini-podcast series, and I'm your host, Dr. Anton Hellman. Dr. Ruben Strayer is an assistant clinical professor of emergency medicine at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, the founder of the blog EM Updates, and an international speaker in EM. My best case ever is a 50-something-year-old gentleman, we'll call him Mr. Jones, who was walking down the street with his wife and child, and he developed chest pain and collapsed. He was brought to my hospital by ambulance, and he was triaged to the resuscitation zone where I saw him. When I walked in, I noticed that he was ill-appearing, diaphoretic, and that his heart rate on the monitor was in the 130s. He had a scrape on his forehead from where his head hit the ground when he syncopized. He was complaining of a lot of chest pain. I noticed also that he had a large midline chest scar, a sternotomy scar. And so I was concerned. And I started speaking with him. And he told me about what had happened. And I ordered up everything, got everything going, and sat down right next door to make a few phone calls, get some charting in. And a few minutes later, the nurse approached me. And she told me that Mr. Jones was having a lot of chest pain. And I said, okay, uh, you can turn up the nitroglycerin. You can double the rate. And she said, oh, uh, Mr. Jones can't get nitroglycerin. He has a, a nitroglycerin allergy. And that really shocked me. I was really stunned by that because I had been in resuscitation mode and I consider a nitroglycerin allergy to be essentially pathognomonic for drug seeking. And so I sort of stopped what I was doing, collected myself, got up, went to go speak with the patient. And I said, you know, how are you doing? What's, what's going on? He said, I have a lot of pain. And I said, well, we, we want to treat your pain with, with nitroglycerin. That's what we give for chest pain. And he said, no, no, I can't, I can't get nitroglycerin. Well, what happens when you, when you get nitroglycerin? My face blows up. I have trouble breathing. Okay. Um, do you have any other drug allergies? I asked him. He said, yes, well, I'm, I'm allergic to morphine. What happens when you use morphine? Well, I get this terrible rash, and I also have trouble breathing when, when I get morphine. So now I feel like my suspicion had been uh, confirmed, and I was, I was angry. Um, I was angry at him. He used ambulance resources. He didn't wait to see a physician. He got triaged immediately to recess and is now using resuscitation resources, a recess nurse, the recess team. And I felt duped and upset. So I told him, I said, no, I know you think you have a nitroglycerin allergy, but you probably received a lot of medications at that time. And it's unlikely that you have an actual nitroglycerin allergy because nitroglycerin is similar to chemicals that are already in your body. And I'm comfortable giving you nitroglycerin. I think that's the right thing to do. And he said, no, 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 I can't. I'm going to stop breathing. I'm going to have a terrible allergic reaction. And I said, well, you're in the right place. 
if you have if you have a terrible allergic reaction, I'm prepared to manage that. You know, I'm going to draw up some medications to make sure that I'm ready to manage any allergic reaction that you might have, and it's it's going to be nitroglycerin um, or nothing. And so now, um, I think he knew that I was onto him, and he said, "I'll never forget this." He looked at his wife and kid, and then he looked at me and he said, "All right." You can give me the nitroglycerin. And then he pointed his finger at me and he said, but if anything happens to me. So we started the nitroglycerin drip and I had a, a syringe full of, uh, of epinephrine in my hand. And a few moments after the nitro started, he became very agitated and he developed strider and difficulty breathing and he grabbed his throat and his face got all red. And he said, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I said to him, Mr. Jones, the nitroglycerin in that bottle, that's not nitroglycerin. That's normal saline. It's, it's just water. And it took him a few moments to digest that. And, and then he relaxed and he took his hands off his throat and he calmed down and he looked at me with fire in his eyes and he slowly but expertly removed the leads from his chest took out his IV and walked out. This is exactly what I was hoping for when I came up with this scheme and I expected to feel triumphant victorious here. I'm the winner, but that is not how I felt. I felt low, really low, and ashamed of myself. Doctors don't lie to their patients, even if the patients are lying to them. And the reason that this is my best case ever is because no other case has so much changed the way that I manage so many patients. Because I still see opioid-dependent patients and other secondary gain patients all the time. I didn't give them opioids then, and I don't now. But what I've learned from that case is that these patients are suffering. And so I see them not as adversaries, but as people who are suffering. And I don't think that you should give opioids to opioid-dependent patients, but I think you need to treat them with compassion. And since then, I think I do, or at least I try. By the way, the patient thought, that I had lied to him in that the nitroglycerin had been replaced by saline. But in fact, I had not replaced the nitroglycerin with saline. The patient received nitro. Stay tuned for an upcoming episode with Dr. Strayer and Dr. David Gerlink on opiate use and misuse.